you are divine. Hello there, my beautiful pumpkins, and welcome back to the Pumpkin Patch. If you are new here, hello, my name is Chloe Taylor, and I believe on this podcast, as well as on my YouTube channel, if you're watching the video segment of this, that we have one of the most cozy, autumnal, vibey corners of the internet. So if you like these kinds of videos, you like what I do, then be sure to either follow the podcast or hit that subscribe button because it definitely helps out the channel as we grow as a community and it also helps out the podcast. And before we get into today's topic, which is all about the books that have helped me through, especially the last like six months of my recovery from a very serious mental health crisis. Before we get into that, I do want to mention to those of you that are unaware, if you like this style of content, whether you're listening to the podcast or watching the video portion, uh, the only reason I'm able to create this way is because I have a Patreon. And those of you that want extra content from me, be it weekly energy updates with tarot cards, extra pick a cards, early access to my videos, bonus content, a book club, things like that, definitely come and join the Patreon. Uh, I have a tier that is as low as two to two per month, $2.22, or as high as $14.14, depending on where you feel like you fit into that. But it does really help me as a creator continue to make content like this, because this kind of content, it doesn't see as many viewers, but it's stuff that I really enjoy making. And it is literally because of Patreon that I'm able to continue to do things like this in a creative fashion. So thank you so much to my patrons. And if you would like to join, I would certainly appreciate it. Now let's go ahead and talk about what we are getting down with today. Many of you over on Instagram ask me constantly if I have book recommendations. And y'all know that I always do. I have created videos in the past where I've talked about books. There might even be a few repeat books in this video today, because today I wanted to address or in the podcast. I wanted to address the books that I feel like over the last six months or less in particular have really shaped my ability to begin my journey of exiting what I call like the void, basically. So the void can be different for everybody. It depends on what you're experiencing, what you're going through. But for me, I feel like the void has been a very like existential dread kind of thread. <laughs> and if you're not in a place where you want to like hear about mental health, talk about mental health, maybe just join me next week on the podcast or skip this video for now, because we probably will discuss that a little bit throughout this. But these I feel like are the books that have really helped me to reawaken myself and move out of what I consider to be the void or that deep sense of like darkness, loneliness. Some people call it like a dark night of the soul. I call it both things. I feel like it can be all encompassing the void, a dark night of the soul. It can be a um, spiritual awakening, if you will. I think it's part of the process of a spiritual awakening. But these are the books that I feel like either help me laugh, help me cry, help me understand things about myself that I did not previously understand or have the awareness of. But let's get into it. So first and foremost, 
for um, first and foremost, the two books that are definitely repeats. I've mentioned these on the channel multiple times. They are just as good in the physical form as they are in the audiobook form. I literally own them both on Audible, not sponsored. I just love Audible. I do use it. Um, also, Audible sponsorship, where are you? Uh, but not sponsored, but I just love them are these two books, You Are a Badass, uh, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life by Jen Sincero, and You Are a Badass at Making Money, Master the Mindset of Wealth by Jen Sincero. These two books, if you are fucking sad, these books will make you laugh. I promise. This author just has such a way of putting things very bluntly and hilariously. I love these books. Every single time I have been in a rut since I have be been aware of these two books, I listen to them now on Audible. I listen to them on Audible. Sometimes I'll sit and read them. Like my original copy of You Are a Badass has so much like highlighted stuff in it because I've read this book so many times, especially the first one. I feel like if you're going to pick one, definitely read the original, which is You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness. Da, 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 da. I'll link everything down below, by the way. All of the books I discussed will be down below. But if you just need to laugh because you are very sad, these will make you laugh. I promise. So You Are a Badass. This book to me brings you into the awareness that you are the creator of your own reality in a hilarious way. And it also can really help with like reinstilling your own self-confidence as well as just giving you a good laugh. Like this author is so down to earth and so real in the way that she writes that she makes you realize that everybody out is out there just like winging it. Nobody has it all figured out. Then with You Are a Badass at Making Money, this one I recommend because I know that a lot of people in today's society in particular, especially if you're living in America, uh, I mean, I think it's happening many other places. I can just only speak to the American perspective because that's where I live. But I feel like with You are a badass at making money. We are in the midst of an economic crisis. Like, let's just call it what it is. And I feel like this book really helps me to get into the flow of mastering the money mindset and has allowed me to manifest like tens of thousands of dollars. So this book, I don't attribute everything to just reading the book. I think that there's like a lot more to be said there. And if you want a video or a podcast episode on manifesting money, I think I've done one before, maybe a couple of them on my YouTube channel in particular. There might be a couple of podcast episodes too. If I find them, I will link them for you. But this book to me is like, this was the gateway. This was this and like stuff by Manifestation Babe on Instagram. These, this coupled with that, like changed the game for me financially. And I started to believe that I could create the wealth that I desired to see. And then I created it. So good book for that. I feel like it just helps you again to like demystify being financially wealthy and not like feeling guilty about that because you can help so many people and do so much. So that's all I'm going to say on those two books. I know they're repeats from past episodes, but I cannot recommend them enough. If you are going through some shit, buy those books. They are helpful. Even if you just want to listen to them, I actually encourage the audiobook more than the physical copy because it's just funny to listen to. But I think it depends on what you're into. The 
The next book I have for you is one that actually came out this year, and that is Gabrielle Bernstein's Happy Days, The Guided Path from Trauma to Profound Freedom and Inner Peace. So this book for me, y'all know I love the realm of depth psychology. I am very infatuated with it. I studied psychology for a brief period, thought maybe I wanted to go down that that road for like schooling for a hot minute. And I also just like love reading like journals on this. I like I love trauma. I, I don't love trauma, but I love like the psychology behind trauma. I love learning about depth psychology in particular, especially like Carl Jung. Um, but I feel like happy days. If you are a consumer of any of Gabrielle Bernstein's content, Happy Days is a book that is not like any of her other ones. It's actually a lot darker in the sense that she really talks about her experience going through trauma recovery and basically gives you hope that you are able to do it too. And I think that was something that in my own mental health spiral from last year until around this same time this year, um, I went through this process of really unraveling my own traumatic experience that I had in June of 2021. It took me a full year to feel like I have pretty well recovered from that experience. And I feel like this book showed me that I wasn't alone, that even people that I really looked up to in the spiritual community experience things like this. And This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX is The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And sometimes to a much different degree than I could have ever imagined. And it gives you practical tools on how to come back to yourself when you feel like you are hypervigilant as fuck. And I just really loved what she had to say. Again, I loved this book so much that I also purchased it on Audible and I listened to it too. So definitely a book that if you're not ready to dive into trauma recovery and you're just not there yet, this one could be a little bit more on the intense side, but I think is a very brave book that Gabrielle Bernstein decided to put out there from her heart. And I think it has the capacity to really change people's lives if you're willing to <clears throat> get in there and essentially do the work. But I almost hate saying that because I feel like that can also lead us to sometimes feeling like we're always a work in progress and we never just let ourselves be. But if you're at that place and you're just ready to start recovering from things that you've experienced, I feel like this is a book that can really put it into perspective and help you understand. <clears throat> 
Okay, the next book, this one was a recent read. Um, I actually have not, I'm surprised I haven't read this one already. It's been recommended to me several times, but this one I read within the last month and my therapist recommended this one to me. This is by Victor E. Frankel and it's Man's Search for Meaning. Many people know about this book. It's very popular. It's literally sold apparently over 16 million copies. And this book, I think it is a it is an important read if you are somebody that deals with existentialism, which is something that I myself have struggled with. And for like the first time in my adult life, I struggled, I struggled with existentialism last year and then like into this year. And I feel like this book, it shows you that there, again, it is possible to make a recovery. It is possible to bring yourself back. It is possible to appreciate the beauty that is around you, no matter what you have gone through. And it's a very short read. Again, very intense. If you're not ready to cry, like this is not the book for you. But I think it's a great read. It's about a Holocaust survivor that basically just kept his mindset really open to not going down the existential path and not letting himself just succumb to pain and fear and loss 24 seven. Because like, to be honest, reading this book, I was like, wow, I would have just wanted to be done on day one. Like, this man's willpower and this man's openness. I, I just, yeah, it just like astounded me. So really great book. But again, definitely like a tearjerker definitely makes you feel some things but really great. The next book I have is actually not one that I have in a physical edition if you're watching the video, but I will put a reference up for you. I listened to this one on Audible and this one's a classic, I feel like, in the spiritual community, but I had never listened to it or read it. And that is The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein. And this book, I feel like if you are struggling to connect with your own manifestations, your own intentions, or seeing how the universe or the ether or source or like any sort of mysticism is supporting you, loving you, this book really opens you up to magical thinking. And this is something that I feel like, and I do not say this plainly at all, like I'm very serious. This Magical thinking saved my life. If I did not have magical thinking in my life and the ability to believe in something grander or something out there, even though I don't know exactly what it is, I just don't feel like I would be able to continue to function. And this book, I feel like really put that into perspective on how much the universe, source, God, the ether, whatever that is for you, supports you, wants to see you succeed and helps you every single step on your journey. And it made me remember that I am part of this ecosystem. Like when I felt isolated and alone and hurting and scared and hypervigilant, I felt like I was not part of the ecosystem, that I was completely isolated and alone and on my own. And like very like, honestly, I dealt with a lot of suicidal ideation, if I'm being quite honest. And I want to make a video in the future about my experience because I've shared it a lot on my podcast, which hello, if you're listening there, uh, I've shared it a ton on the podcast, but I haven't really brought it to the forefront of my YouTube channel. And I think it's something that we don't see very often people dealing with those kinds of struggles that also are like very into spirituality. You know, we see a lot of 
um, oh, just like manifest it away or meditate it away. And frankly, sometimes you really have to get in there and be with that discomfort. And I feel like this book, it brought me back to magical thinking, which was something that I was missing. And it brought me back into remembering that I am part of the whole as well. And that I matter, basically, like, Yes, to a degree, I think we are all insignificant, but we are also so significant at the same time. So love it. Love it. Love Gabrielle for that. Your brain needs support and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Um, the next book on that same thread of magical thinking is Entering Hecate or Hecate or Hecate. I'm not exactly sure how to say it. I know everybody and their mom is going to correct me down below, but... Just bear with me. I'm doing my best. Uh, entering, I always say Hecate because that's how it was introduced to me in an audiobook. But Hecate's Garden, and it says The Magic Medicine and Mystery of Plant Spirit Witchcraft by Cindy Brannan. And she also wrote Keeper of Her Keys, which I've never read that one. But this book, again, brought me back into the realm of magical thinking because. I know we hear a lot too, like, oh, I'm a bad witch or I don't practice enough. Y'all, for the better part of a year, I did not practice witchcraft. And that's just not like me to do that. I think I did like maybe two or three spell castings over an entire year. And for me, that's just not normally like me. That's very out of character for me. Normally, I am practicing my magic, my craft on sometimes a daily basis, depending on what I'm doing. Sometimes it's at least a minimum of like once a month on the new moon, I usually do some stuff. But this book reminded me why I love being a witch, why I love magical thinking, why I love creating my reality reality in that way, why I love putting things together and putting intentions into things, because it's a it's fucking fun. Like if I could just say anything about witchcraft, it's fun and it's supposed to be fun. And this book, I think the thing that blew my mind so much, which like spoiler alert, but this book also has like a lot of spell work and stuff in it too. But this book, I think what blew my mind is something that I had not considered because I was never really into plant magic or herbalism. I consider myself to be a chaos witch or a chaos practitioner. So what I say just goes because it goes. And that's a whole other thing. I have a podcast on chaos witchcraft if you want to listen to it. Um, but getting into like basically um, – what is the word like being like going down like the green path, green witchcraft, right? Going down like the green path. I did not even consider that plants, seeds, they have their own intentions for what they will become. So when you use herbs in your magical practice, you are also culminating that with like a plant spirit on its own. Like you're taking that manifestation into your own manifestation. And isn't that insane? Like, I don't know, which is just really, we just really, we, because I'm also a witch, we just really be out here creating the most, okay? This book, I felt like if, 
I think something else I loved, sorry, so much, too many thoughts at once. Mercury's in the microwave when I'm filming this. Um, something else that I loved is I felt like this book was not beginner witchcraft. I And don't get me wrong, there is nothing wrong with beginner witchcraft. I encourage beginner witchcraft. This to me did not feel like beginner witchcraft. And this was the first book that I've read that I didn't feel like Oh, I already know all of that, but thanks for teaching me again. This actually taught me some new shit that I didn't, I was unaware of. And it was just a really great read. I loved the way it was laid out. I loved the stories behind it. I loved the foundational points. I loved the different, um, like, there's different, like, deities that are mentioned throughout that are really awesome to learn more about, learn about their stories. And it was just, a, it was just... Chef's Kiss. This is a work of art. If you've seen those TikToks, this is a work of art. Uh, the next book or the next couple of books I have are from Brianna Weist. Y'all know that I have been on a Brianna Weist kick or Brianna Weist. I always say Weist, but I don't know if that's actually how you pronounce it. Her books, she writes the way that I feel like if I authored a book, I would write. Like we have a very similar internal dialogue going on. And her book, Ceremony, we're actually reading this in the book club this month on my Patreon. If you want to join, you definitely still have time because uh, it's a very short read. This book is just like a collection of like short things and poetry. But Ceremony, uh, let's just let's just do let's do a little book divination right here in the middle of the episode. Uh, so this page, page 82, each time you correct a fearful thought, you plant a seed of healing. Like this book just has like the most beautiful poems, prose, little like uh, quotes, things like that, that just lead you to your so much into yourself and so much into your own like healing. And I just loved it. I felt like every passage was a passage that I needed to read. Every single word really spoke to my soul and to me. And Brianna just did it so beautifully, so beautifully very short read. I literally read it, I think over the course of one afternoon, it took me maybe like an hour and a half, two hours and beautiful, beautiful, done, beautifully done. I hope she writes more like this because I enjoyed it so thoroughly, but it kind of reminds me a little bit of, um, Car Kapoor Car. I don't know what her name is, but she wrote like Homebody. She wrote, um, Homebody's the one that I read. But she writes a lot of like poetry or short things as well. Similar vibes, but I really like this one to me just spoke completely to my soul. She also wrote the 101 essays that will change the way you think, which is really popular. But Ceremony, y'all don't sleep on this book. It was good. And secondly, don't sleep on this one either. When you're ready, this is how you heal. And this, again, also by Brianna Weist. This book, first of all, I love that she states, when you are ready, this is how you heal. Because I thoroughly support that concept that sometimes when it comes to healing, it can turn into this thing where we're just picking ourselves apart. We're not necessarily ready or we've already done a lot. And I love that she phrases it that way. When you're ready, this is how you heal. And I feel like if you actually heed the information in this book, this to me is exactly what I had to do over the last year of my life. This is exactly what I had to learn. This, everything in this book 
is like practices that I have had to instill in myself in order to move forward in my life after a traumatic event. So beautifully, beautifully done. It's a great read. 10 out of 10 recommend. And this one's a little bit more lengthy. Like it is short snippets, but there, this one took me a little more time to read. It's not short like ceremony. This one definitely takes like maybe five or six hours to digest, but also it's so like savor worthy because it's so good that you don't want to read it in five or six hours. Like you want to like take little pauses and really digest the information. Same with ceremony. And the next book I have, I only had on Audible, but it was a fantastic listen. Now I will say it's a little bit on the dated side. So there might be some things in there that aren't traditional of like today, but I thought the information was still very beautiful and it was just a comforting thing to listen to when I was really going through it. And it actually came at the recommend of Lior Alexandra. We're not friends or anything, but like, hey, Lior, if you ever decide to watch, like, let's be friends. I feel like in the spiritual community, Lior is one of the people that I actually feel like we have a similar, sometimes, most of the time, similar way of viewing things. And she's just good energy. She's just really good energy. And uh, she recommended on her Instagram one time the book A Return to Love. I want to say by, I can't remember her name, but I'll make sure that it's linked down below. But the book is called A Return to Love. And if you're watching the video, you can see it. But I listened to this on Audible. And yes, it definitely references like God a lot, but that's not the point of the read. She even states in the beginning that she uses the term God, but this could be the universe, source, Gaia, your higher self. Like you don't have to use the term God for what she's talking about. And I feel like that's kind of how all spirituality is anyways. But it's just this beautifully put together message of how we can always return to love as our baseline and not only loving yourself and that being the gift to the world that you can give, but giving love to other people because we have no idea what anybody is ever going through. And it just opened me up a little more, you know, opened me up a little bit more. I feel like I'm already somebody that exists there in this place of giving and receiving love that like I have believed and I don't know if this is just like part of my soul mission, but I have always believed from a very young age that love would solve every problem on the face of the earth. Like love is all we actually ever need. And I know that sounds super hippy dippy, but even coming from like a religious traumatizing background as a kid, like I always knew at my core that love was the ultimate love was the thing that would change and shape the world. And I always wanted to be somebody that thought about that consciously before interacting with somebody. And I'm not perfect. Obviously, we still get angry. Sometimes we still get aggro. It happens. But that book to me is just a reminder of that, how we are all love and we came here to experience love. And it's just beautiful. The second book on that same thread, also an audible edition or like it's like an audible cliff notes kind of vibe. Uh, I've recommended this book before and I have actually never read the entire book, but I have listened to the abridged version on audible, which I didn't know that when I recommended it. I thought it was the entire book, but it's not. Um, I bet the book is probably even better, but I listened to the abridged version read by the author of Women Who Run With the Wolves. It was like a two hour listen. This 
blew my mind. I have a vlog where I talk about this and I'll link it down below for you, but I have a vlog where I talk about this book. It blew my mind. It was beautiful. It like, it was like the perfect little send off little kiss. It just, it made me think. And especially if you are somebody that identifies as a woman or wants to get more in touch with your own divine feminine energy, I feel like this was a book that was so worth listening to. Now, I said, like I said, reading it, probably even better, but listening to it on Audible, uh, she just puts on such a good performance, I guess, when reading it changed my life. And I feel like that's all I'm going to say about it. I want to leave you kind of mystified with that one because I feel like that one is just a good listen, period. And the last one that I have for you is actually the one that we read in our book club technically this month as I'm filming it, but last month. And that is Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents, How to Heal from Distant, Rejecting, or Self-Involved Parents. Now, at the time that I'm recording this, I have not finished this book, but I am close. And this book, from even just the few opening pages... I feel like if you feel unseen by parents, if you feel like you were raised by a narcissistic parent, if you feel like you are not able to have a good relationship with a parent, if you've, or even like, I would say like a guardian or somebody else significant in your life, parents definitely have the spotlight with this book. But this book just opens your mind to understanding that there is so much more than just labeling somebody a narcissist. And it's not about like simping for the narcissist. It's actually more about empowering yourself to understand that that person or that parent or that guardian or whoever in your life that behaves like this, they really are just emotionally immature and they will never be able to meet you where you are. And when you can come to accept that, it makes your life easier. So... This book, y'all know, y'all already know, let's go. Like I have talked, oh my gosh, did Seanetta just come out of my mouth? <laughs> I'm not trying to steal your thing, Seanetta. I just watch a lot of your content. Um, but y'all already know, if you listen to the podcast, the tea on that in my life. But um, this book just... I feel like it opened me up to just having a deeper understanding. And I feel like that's all we can ever really ask for is a deeper level of understanding. And it also helps to like set boundaries. Like many of you come to me and ask, and I, I want to do a podcast episode on this in the future, but many of you come to me and ask uh, how to deal with familial trouble when like somebody doesn't let you like you feel like your authenticity is being blocked by a parent or a family member. And I feel like I have a lot to say on that topic because a my Chiron in my chart is in family. Uh, so I feel like I had to go through a lot in terms of healing that part of me so that I could reintegrate with my family line and basically come back at it from a new direction. But I feel like this book is honestly could be something that really changes your outlook. And it might be a book that also makes you a little bit angry at first before you feel better. But I feel like it is a book that just provides a lot of deep understanding. And 
especially if you're somebody that deals with that in your family line, you don't know what to do, you don't know how to separate yourself. This is a book that will bring you into a new form of awareness. And those are the books that I feel like really helped me during my existential mental health crisis to not only come back to myself to laugh to get back into my magical practice. I feel like I am very newly out of what I would consider like the void. I'm just now taking a few steps out, seeing the sunlight again, and it feels good. I feel like I'm in a position where that is something that I'll remember like, hey, remember that year that I spent in existential dread, really depressed and anxious? Uh, I'm kind of at that point where I can look at it and see the lessons that have come from all of that. So also that's on a Saturn return, like, ooh, I'm not saying everybody that goes through a Saturn return is going to experience what I experienced, but I definitely feel like mine was part of that. Uh, we'll talk about that in a future podcast episode, most likely. But thank you so much for tuning in. If you are watching the video, I definitely appreciate you tuning in. I know that this isn't content that... I always put out on this channel, but I feel like it's worthwhile content that could really help someone. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to definitely check out my Patreon, uh, come and join. This is why I get to make content like this, both on the podcast and in video formats. Uh, don't forget to check out my socials, my TikTok, my Instagram. Uh, that is where you can find me. I'm at Chloe Taylor everywhere. If you would like to book me for a personal reading, those are available at my website, chloetaylor.com. I will never solicit you for a reading personally. So if anybody ever comes at you trying to offer a reading, it's not me. You can only book on my website. I've recently restocked, so make sure you get them while you can. And um, I think that is all of my things. Oh, and of course, you know, listen to the podcast. The podcast is fantastic. There's new episodes every single Tuesday, unless you're already there, then thank you for being here. But I love you all so much, pumpkin. Please do not forget when you stand in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. And I'll talk to you next time.